It's Wednesday. Good morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> That's a great reference to our last episode of Frustration Nation. If you haven't checked it out, you should go check it out. Our good friend over in D.C., Nancy Pelosi, dropped that nugget. Friend of the show. Uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi. little shout out there. Thank you for watching. Um, why am I on the right? I'm usually on the left. What the heck? You're right. This is this is not right. This is... I think we just got to cancel. Oh, oh there, there we go. We go. Okay. Thanks to our producer. Yeah, we close. almost had to just hang up that call and just end the show for the week. Now the it whole vibe's off. Yeah, would have messed up my mojo. All right, I'm good now. Okay, good. Well, it's time for Dadbot Central. As you all know, it's presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. Uh, we are your boys from Frustration Nation Podcast. You can go check us out every Tuesday and Thursday, everywhere you can get podcasts. Our Twitter is at Podcast, and our email is frustrationnation at shootyourshotsports.com. Uh, today's episode is also uh, brought to you by Thrive Fantasy, as usual. Um, so, as a father, you know that we take many risks in life. For example, ask yourself the question, can I wear the same pair of underwear as I did yesterday? I changed the underwear when I got home from work, so technically I only wore this pair for like 12 hours, which is like half a day, day. Yeah. yeah so it should be good for at least while i'm at work right and then i can change when i get home it's a risky game it's a risky game but that's one of the risks we take another risky game you can play is in fantasy sports and thrive fantasy is cool because they allow you to select various player props under different categories for each respective sport each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on likelihood to occur so for example you could take the over on children fathered by philip rivers or the under on fathers present in the kardashian jenner family and both of those would be very safe bets uh the more points a selection is worth the riskier it is so rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool you can download it right now in the app store google play store or go right to their website www.thrivefantasy.com use our promo code fn fantasy and when you sign up today you'll receive an instant 20 dollar bonus uh, on your first deposit of 20 or more but now they just upped that they will now match you up to 50 dollars mm. after your first 20 or more so yeah wow. so you throw down 50 you get 50 back you got your first 100 covered essentially uh on thrive fantasy so definitely go take advantage of the get of, of wow i can't speak advantage of that code is fn fantasy the trick with this and some people mentioned this make sure you use that right when you're signing up it's not like you sign up yeah and then mm-hmm. you place a bet, and then you use the promo code, you have to use it as you sign up. So Like a referral sure. code, more so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So make sure you don't mess up, is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Such a dad thing to say, too. Yeah. Like, don't, don't screw, screw up. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you haven't read the names on our little screens here, I'm Furious George, and I'm with the man in Michigan hat, as usual, unfortunately. But you can just call us daddy so come on sport let's go all right let's jump right into it um i say as my notes aren't ready Um, come on (laughs) all right so we're gonna start off with adventures in fatherhood uh and i'll start we're again just kind of updating what's going on for us as dads in the week uh so i got a couple things just one for each kid uh nothing major this week just uh, some small stories, but Lila, my daughter, uh, she'll be one on Halloween. So kind of get into that stage where she's still not walking, but she's crawling quickly, becoming mobile very fast. Um, 
And so now we're to the point where we have a child gate blocking the kitchen and she's able to, if the, it used to be, if the gate was open, there's still like that little part on the bottom yep, and she couldn't would... make it over that. So it was convenient, right? Cause you just leave the door open. We step over that little step and she couldn't get through. Now she's able to crawl and like move her way over that. So now we actually have to start shutting the gate again. So gosh, darn oh. it. What happened? Freaking, Cubs fre- freaking Cubs. They can't score any freaking runs. Weren't they, they up? They were not they up or no? No, they, <laughs> They they got a run in the top of the first. They gave up two in the bottom of the first, and there was not a run scored after that. If you want to hear my frustration about the Cubs, definitely yeah. tune into tomorrow's Frustration Nation episode. That's been an ongoing. I have a rant ready for our vent set. So <laughs> sorry, I interrupted you. No, Lila, Lila's calling over the open date gate. That is a big deal because I remember when Hazel started doing that. Yep. And the problem is that where the gate was is where the cat food is. Oh. And yeah, Hazel found out very quickly how much she enjoys fish and chicken artificial flavors. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, with her just getting older, have to be more careful with stuff, um, which we knew would happen. But that's the update with her. And uh, today, I'm actually getting caught up on a lot of the stuff that's on my to do list around the house that I should have been doing for a while. So I was like hanging pictures, buying stuff, you know, um, you know how it is, right? So. Oh, yeah. I remember we had like, we still do have like, just like a stack of like frames yep. that are filled. They're like ready to be hung. Just or, have, yeah. Yeah. Or like canvases and stuff. It's just and like, the longer you wait, the more you don't want to do it because it oh. starts to pile up. And now it's like, I've got to hang 10 pictures. It's going to take forever. Yep. So, um, but I did that. And so now well, what's been, and yeah, Aaron, I don't know if you're watching, but if you, <laughs> sometimes you throw in the whole, a whole little like, Oh, well, you know, I, I don't have the right nail for this or, I know. <laughs> or well, I'm going to have to use the drill probably because of yeah. where this is and the drills yeah. are not charged. And so. I don't have, I don't have a stud finder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the stud you married. Oh, <laughs> every dad has to make that joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, or like point it at yourself if you have one. I <laughs> found it. So, uh, yeah. So I'm hanging pictures and my son, he's at the age where he likes tools and all the stuff that young boys like, you know? Yeah. So he's got his little tool set with the drill and the hammer. And like to him, it's just the f- most interesting, hilarious thing to watch me <laughs> hang pictures. Uh, so all night he's been talking about he likes to watch d- dad get hammered <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just during lions games so um yeah what's up jason hey steve uh, Woo! <laughs> steve's kind of my alternate name oh <laughs> so jason, uh, thanks for tuning in so yeah that's been uh kind of the update with both of them no major stories or anything but just uh kind of funny things going on so nice yeah what about well, you mine is not very fun at all uh evie being three years old is just she was already she's already uh kind of trying to figure this out but she's just basically decided to be very demanding lately and it it's been you know for a little while now she's been you know kind of like telling people no this no this or whatever yep um but it's gotten to a whole new level and it's not so much that she's telling people what to do now but she is actively pulling on you to go do whatever she wants you to do. Yep. And the problem is when she's pulling on her little sister. Oh, yeah. Uh, because can't do that. Uh, that's where, you know, and, and of course we end up with Hazel crying in various parts of the house, wherever they are, because 
Evie's pulling on her leg and Hazel is, you know, either freestanding or holding on to something to stand. And so Tips there goes over. her support. Yeah. She falls yep. over or Evie likes to like force her to like dance with her. And so she'll take her arms and like <laughs> do this. And she doesn't like that. Well, then the worst thing today was and I, this was one of those moments as a parent where I like, I kind of lost it more than I should. And it's one of those ones where you have to go back to your kid and be like, you apologize for blowing up with them more than what you meant to. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was very serious. So we have a cat and she likes the cat a lot. And one way she's been careless with him lately is she likes to hug him, which many times is like kind Crushing of tackling him. him on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our cat is not declawed. Okay. But yep. he is very docile. He mm-hmm. he really he's like batted at one creature in his life with his claws out, and that was my parents' dog, and that was about it. Yeah. Um. So he's been a very he's a very nice cat. But today we got home. I don't know, like you don't know what goes through your little kids' minds. Right. I don't know if she thought this was a hug or if she's trying to do like like chubby cheeks or something like we do to our our infant. I I, I don't know. But she put literally both of her hands around his neck and she was just like holding him there. And I like, I, I like really lost it because my sister, when she was one year old, got bit by our family dog right Mm -hmm. above her eye. My parents said she's lucky she didn't lose her eye. Wow. Yeah. And so basically from that, I have like, I'm always anticipating or expecting the worst with animals. Right. Because they get scared and then they're unpredictable. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, the animal has no way to communicate with you other than either biting or scratching. Yeah. Or growling or hissing or whatever. So again, he's a very docile cat. He didn't do anything. Like when I, after I yelled at her and she let go, he just like went back to sleep, but it was still like, you know, one, you're suffocating the cat Two, And that I, I don't know what the laws are around here about burying animals, but (laughs) (laughs) the other thing is, it's just like, I, you can't do that. Like nobody wants you, nobody, no person, no animal, nothing wants you to do that. And, uh, the worst part about me, like berating her was that, and you don't think about this when you're like reprimanding your kid, all of our windows were open. So like. Our and our old neighbor lady is like walking to get the mail, and I'm just like, "You cannot grab the cat by the throat." <laughs> it's like, is he talking to his wife? <laughs> yeah. So huh. that's yep. uh, that's my adventures in fatherhood. I did the whole thing where, as a parent, where you throw in hyperbole, and I was like, "I don't ever want to see you near Felix again." It's <laughs> like, okay, right. obviously she's gonna be right next to him the next. Like, right, right. But, anyway oh man oh wow yeah. i got worked up just reading explaining that to you <laughs> it's one of those things where like you're concerned about their safety but like oh, yeah. you get frustrated because yeah yep. yep they put themselves in a bad situation so yep <laughs> yeah i got so. you for sure well speaking hmm. of needing to reprimand their children we're gonna get into sports dad shout outs <laughs> and this week we don't have any new uh dads that i saw of course it's easy to miss that i actually listeners if anyone has any ideas of how i can set this up or find out information i really want to set up like 
and I'm not joking about this. I really want to set up either a Twitter page or a database of some sort that collects sports dad news or sports parent news, like for female athletes as well. Because I think, I don't know, as a fan, I would love to know if my players are. And of course, the players don't have to disclose their children's information if they don't want to. But I feel like if they don't care, then they can share it. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. So anyway, I I don't have any new births or new baby announcements or anything like that. But I talked about reprimanding being relatable. And that's because uh, Bronny Jr., LeBron James Jr., uh, he, uh, well, he got a hold of a, a little bit of the, the Mary Jane, uh, not the reefer. Will. Yeah. The, the doobie itself. He, he rolled it and he smoked it like a joint, like a joint <laughs> <laughs> yep. oh. at 15. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. Should be arrested on the spot for smoking the, the, the devil's the, lettuce. Yes. <laughs> the that the marijuana leaf. <laughs> the ganja. Yes. I think it's pronounced ganja. ganja. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get it it's right. Dad appropriate to say ganja. <laughs> Pronounce it wrong. Yeah, he'd be like, Ganja, isn't that that game you play with the blocks? <laughs> you know, the Nintendo Ganja. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was referring to, right? uh jenga right yeah, yeah. jenga yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man anyway i have that sports said huh. shout out simply because lebron you need to get on your son the 15 year olds should not be smoking the reefer the doobie the marijuana leaf the mary jane the ganja the ganja the good good <laughs> yeah well he'd have to do it over zoom right because he still can't see his family so oh yeah he's still in the bubble clearly the the lack of parental that's what you get for winning ronnie yeah, yep. that's what you get for winning. Your son is now down the the wrong path. The if you would have let Portland eliminate you, this never would have happened. Yep, yep. He's now down. Instead of taking the uh, the narrow road, he's down the wide and wayward path. And his life's honestly over at this point. You know, it's a yeah. slippery slope, and yep. you can't. There's no coming back from that. Yep, yep. Hmm. Mar- Mar- this is definitely a fact that I've looked up since I'm a dad. I, I know this fact. Mar- marijuana kills 100 percent of people that smoke it. So true. Yep. Yeah. Every year, every year, every second of every day. Yep, yep. That's that's factually correct. You don't need to get uh, Snopes, no Snopes, to correct me because I'm your father. (laughs) I know the best. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Next, he'll be listening to the that rock and roll and driving fast, and Hmm. it's all downhill from there. Probably gonna hold up signs like this when he's listening to the rock. Not like this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't have shown shown you it's two uh, kids go to bed. (laughs) We're talking about grown up things. Oh man! Well, uh, there's not really a good transition to this uh, because this next sports dad dad shout out is really just it's honestly a really tragic story. Uh, But uh, for anyone that was watching the NFL uh, over the weekend uh, on game day, James White, running back for the New England Patriots found out that his father was killed in a car accident uh, and his mother was also uh, I think she was severely injured but I think she's in recovery still um, yeah def- I, I I was not I was uh, I was out that afternoon after the Bears game was over so I did not catch any of the Patriots or no that was in the evening right the Sunday night game they were the yeah, I was they were the still, late game. Yeah. yeah, I was still not home for whatever reason. So I, I did yeah. not I caught barely any of that game. Um 
but so I don't know what all they were talking about on the broadcast, but um, and I, I didn't even see what his players' reactions were, but I just wanted to shout out James White. And if you look at this Instagram post that uh, Richie had up on the screen, uh, just two days after his dad died, his son Xavier turned one, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It was just really cool. If, if, again, if you look at that picture, it's on James White's Instagram uh, account. Uh, he said, happy first birthday, Xavier. I hope I can be as good of a father to you as my father was to my brother and I. Still can't quite process everything that's going on right now. But when I look at you, you give me life. May you rest in peace, Dad. We miss you much already. And mm-hmm. he's clearly taking that picture. It's obviously not a perfect pose for pose, but he's doing it in homage of that picture with his dad. Yep. Um. Yeah, just a hard time. I mean, you lose your dad, and then you're at the same time you're trying to show yourself how you are a, I guess, a strong dad for your kid. And that's that's something that comes with, you know. Yeah. What's that? Oh, here. Sorry, I had an audio issue. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's it's one of those tough things that comes with being a dad. You know, um, as you get older losing parents or grandparents and then at that point you're not a kid anymore you have to you know kind of hold the family together and uh yeah that's that's tough but i mean it's kind of in a sad way it's a beautiful thing to see the way that he um kind of passes on to the next generation and uh yeah it's yeah we wish him and his family the best uh tough a tough thing to deal with for sure and his mother is speedy recovery and yeah it's it's honestly also cool, just like one of those sports moments to see how so much of the NFL community came came together to yep. um, just show their support and their love for him. I'm actually noticing right now, probably because I follow him on Instagram, but Tariq Cohen is one of the people that liked uh, mm-hmm. that post. I'm sure, I'm sure of the hundred thousand, hundred and forty two others that have liked it. Many of them are also athletes, probably not just the NFL, probably from other sports as well but i'm sure people have reached out and yeah 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 oh well mm-hmm. uh to kind of bring back the levity or the comedy our final da- sports dad shout outs for the week um as always every week we want to shout them out because we never know when they might be impregnating someone uh philip <laughs> rivers and antonio Cromarty. congratulations on another birth announcement that once you- again yep, yep. You're almost to the the, uh, the amount of the Duggars, so <laughs> good goal to, to shoot for. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, all right. All right well, uh, real quick, I just wanted to know, man, Michigan hat. You have such a fancy Michigan hat. Where do you get your Michigan hat from? Well, actually, this is from Fanatics. Really? Um, yeah. So this, if you follow, uh, the best way to get there, if you go to shootyourshotsports.com forward slash frustration nation we have a link there to go to fanatics um so if you want merch for whatever team you support i imagine if you're listening to this podcast and you're a fan of us you're also a fan of some sports team probably one of the teams we also support but that's a good place to find any merch for any of your teams um or any segments we've done on other shows where we talk about other teams other funny logos and hats like you have a huge variety there of merchandise to pick from um Fan is short for fanatics. (laughs) True. Um, So, yeah, if you follow that link, it's cool because it helps us. It helps you get a discount. And, um, yeah, if you support uh, our show and you support any sports teams, that's a good way to partner with us and 
um, yeah, definitely follow that link. Check that out. Yeah, and I believe right now, uh, if you go on to the Denver Broncos or Colorado Rockies or Avalanche or Nuggets pages and you buy something there, I'm pretty sure you get a free doobie along with that. <laughs> Makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, last week we kind of skipped over the game gab in lieu of talking about our fantasy league we're going to get back to the fantasy league in a minute but i just want to real quick run through our game gab stuff since we kind of skipped on it last week so um first lakers nuggets lakers lead the series two to one your thoughts uh so i kind of felt i forget what my official prediction was i feel like it's a thought it was five one because i thought that the lakers would go up three one everybody be talking about they're doing it again they're down three one and then the lakers would just win in five um, so I thought that game two was really their best chance to steal a game. Um, and then after the Lakers won that, I thought, okay, maybe now it's a sweep, but then that was an impressive win. Uh, was it last night or two nights ago yeah. by Denver? So, um, I still will believe that the Lakers turn it around when this in five, I think that's the game that Denver was going to steal. Um, but when Murray and Jokic and the whole team plays like that, um, they're in the, the conference finals for a reason. And yep. uh, I do think the Lakers are the better team, but it was an impressive win. Uh, I'll still go Lakers in five. Yeah, I I think I picked Lakers in either five or six. Um, but I, I really like the Nuggets. I'm glad they got a, at least a win. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would be all for the Nuggets pushing it to game seven. And then you have a game that it's like literally a toss up. Like, you know, what's going to happen? Um, but yeah. Nuggets. I was just happy to see him get a win because, yeah, yeah, I really like uh, Jokic and yeah. All right. Um, then in the East is Celtics Heat. Heat lead the series two to one. Uh, Game's going on we, right now. Yeah, for, can we get a score uh, update? So right now I'm on ESPN. It looks like the Heat are up sixty nine, nice to sixty six. Okay. So I mean that's huge. Obviously, if Miami does win this yeah. game and goes up three one, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I do think Miami wins this series. I do think this will be a closer series than uh, the one on the other side, but um, I think I, I'm already kind of anticipating and looking forward to a Heat Lakers finals, which would be awesome. Yeah, it would be great. At but, this yeah. point, I would take I would take Heat or Celtics against the Lakers. Either one would be interesting. Honestly, any matchup of any of these four teams, I think, would be interesting. Yeah, even yeah, if it was Denver, Denver against either team is interesting. So yeah, um, yeah, I've been excited and happy with the play to this point. Um, so yeah, I'll kind of keep an eye on the score as we go, but yeah, definitely. Um, so then the last piece of NBA news is the Bulls, since that's my team. Big news: they hired Billy Donovan as their next head coach. Yep. And all I'm going to do is report the news because if you want to hear my reaction to it, you're going to have to go listen to tomorrow's episode of Frustration Nation. Nice. Um, because I have a lot of awesome thoughts about it. Uh, I'm really excited about it. But that's all I'm going to say. So you have to go check that out. Tomorrow's episode, Frustration Nation. All right. NHL, uh, Stars, and Lightning, they're also playing right now. Do you have a score update on that one? Yeah, let me check that real quick. And So they're at one-to-one currently. I don't Series, know. Series, yeah. Um, wow. Third period, 10 minutes left. Lightning lead 5-2. to two. Okay. So this is this kind of... This is the kind of series I'm expecting the Lightning to play. The Lightning have had this whole playoffs where they've had a game that's like, you know, they win by six goals. They score eight goals. And then in this game, then they, yep. you know, like they, they are, they're constant. The, the way the Lightning win are with putting up a lot of goals. 
Um, oh, thanks for the update, Michael. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Um, five two Tampa Bay. All right. So yeah, that has been a trend, like you said. Um, and that just speaks to how dominant their offense can be. Yep. And it might seem like it's like a roller coaster. Like, why can't they consistently put up five or six? And really, for hockey, a good offense is never going to consistently put up five or six just because that's the flow of the game you know um so it's not that they've been inconsistent that's just yeah they have a solid offense so it's it's honestly just yeah it's crazy that they're scoring that much in the stanley cup finals because that's just something that doesn't usually happen usually stanley cup finals are you know four to three is high scoring usually usually you're talking three to two two to one especially because tampa wasn't far and away like the most dominant team in the league or the favorite you know they've just played super well through the playoffs yeah i think the stars gained a lot of um they gained a lot of i I don't know favoritism is the right word respect Uh, they gained a lot of respect because they beat the avalanche and the golden knights who are the two teams from the west that people were expecting to be there so for the stars to come out of it and be the the representative of the west i think that really shocked people in the east people were expecting the flyers the bruins or the lightning so the lightning were kind of in the mix all along um and then they they just had a really dominant playoff so yep all right uh moving on to mlb all again if you want to hear more of my thoughts check out tomorrow's episode but all i'll say for now is the cubs can't score a run and they nonetheless they managed to claim a playoff spot so that's all i had to say about the cubs we're in the playoffs let's go but score please (laughs) well the tigers also can't score runs and they're not in the playoffs so it could always be worse that's true um yeah we have right now nico goodrum is batting fifth and he's batting 180 this year so yeah Yeah, lack of offense is a problem i could be a detroit fan that would be worse that basically on every level for every sport it would be worse yeah (laughs) Bulls have hired yeah, do, a new coach. Do Detroit, do Detroit fans do when they go on like vacation? Do they usually stay away from cliffs? <laughs> yeah, any high ledges that could be tempting for a Detroit fan. Yeah, <laughs> like like the Grand Canyon is out of the question for vacation for Detroit yeah. fans. Most Detroit fans are recommended to not keep toasters in the house if you own a bathtub. <laughs> uh, just certain precautions you have to take. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So then uh, college football, uh, Notre Dame, real quick. Uh, they have had to cancel this week, this co- upcoming game this Saturday against Wake Forest uh, due to positive COVID tests. And it's a combination of that with also contact tracing. So, from my understanding, there were there were enough tests that sidelined six players. So, between, I think there were four positive tests and then a total of two more players that were tied to contact tracing that had to sit out the game against USF, which Mm. didn't matter because Notre Dame won 52 to nothing. And then on the other side, uh, after USF, they did more tests and there were seven players that had to sit out. So from my understanding, there are 13 players sitting out, 10 of which are fully quarantined. Mm. So the other three are the ones that were connected through contact tracing I thought it'd be a higher percentage of contact tracing yeah i didn't know that. yeah i'm not really sure how they're how they measure all that uh but that's yeah i'm just passing on the news i've heard so right now the assumption is that they'll play just a week later because both wake forest and notre dame have a bye week scheduled oh. for that week so hopefully that's everybody cool. will be in good shape to just play that game and then you just have your bye week one week earlier uh, and Notre Dame has two bye weeks installed, so you have kind of one more buffer week later on in the season if 
if need be. That's cool. I didn't know that, which yeah. I mean, that's just smart planning. You know, I mean, the Big Ten now is in the position where they've created it. They've waited so long. You don't have those bye weeks. Yep. Which could be a potential problem, but that's the right thing to do when you're planning the schedule, because like you said, it's inevitable that this will happen with teams. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's not like you can double do double headers or anything like baseball can. So, yeah. So tell us real quick, Big Ten's back. Any interesting news about that? No. So it's just been, I've really been excited and getting back into, which we had talked about this. I was not at all excited for college football back when the Big Ten was supposed to not be playing because normally I like watching other divisions, other leagues, uh, conferences and all that, you know. So um, the excitement started to come back, which I knew it would now that the teams are playing, uh, more so coming back now that um, I've been able to, (laughs) I mean, I've been interacting more on Facebook with other fans interacting on Twitter, YouTube comments, like all that stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, like that gets me fired up for the season more than anything is seeing like other fans be excited, start previewing matchups. So it's coming back. Um, nice. And part of I'm that happy is I'm, for you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm losing excitement for NFL. So maybe I'm kind of just redistributing, <laughs> redistributing my excitement. So uh, nice. So yeah, as we get closer, I can kind of talk more about matchups and uh, we'll kind of compare games side by side with Michigan and Notre Dame again, which I'm looking forward to. So, um, but no, as far as the news, yeah, still moving forward, uh, looking forward to the start. Cool. So then uh, that's, uh, so then lastly, NFL, uh, again, we have interviews uh, in tomorrow's episode with somebody from the Falcons uh, who does a Falcons podcast to talk about that matchup with, for the bears. We also have an interview with someone on tomorrow's episode who podcasts about the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And so you'll get to hear about that matchup for the lions. Uh, but do you have any brief comments about these two matchups? Lions are going to lose. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll kind of, we'll get into our thoughts more, like you said, in the, the normal show, but um, yeah, I think the Cardinals <laughs> are a good team and, I feel like at this point, I mean, Galladay will be back. There's some things to watch for, um, but my excitement is very quickly sizzling down. Um, and wow, Richie, yeah. what do you got against the Cardinals? Isn't Kyler your quarterback? <laughs> no, like, I think he means on. like as a from a betting standpoint, like hammer the pick for them. Maybe, oh. maybe I'm wrong, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. So no, I would not be betting on the Lions. I would definitely be, yeah. So we'll see. Um, but I fully expect to be 0 and 3 after this week. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, what are your thoughts briefly uh, on that? I have this as the first game the Bears lose. Um, I'm concerned that just going to Atlanta, I know there's not really such a thing as home field advantage because there's no fans, but uh I don't know. I I just this game to me feels like one the Bears will end up losing. I think it'll be closer than maybe what people are expecting because the Falcons do have such a good offense. However, Julio Jones popped up on the injury report today, and he did not participate in practice at all. And usually that's an indicator. If that keeps up through Friday, yeah. usually that's an indicator that he will not dress or play for Sunday. So, hmm. I mean, Something of course, watch for tomorrow, they still have sure, Ridley, yeah. and they, mm-hmm. they have other they gauge other receivers. Uh all I can say is if you want to know more about the matchups between Bears, Falcons, and Lions, Cardinals, definitely check out our episode tomorrow, Frustration Nation, because we have a full breakdown of what those games will look like, what we expect to happen, and we have our interviews with our 
quote unquote experts that know what they're talking about when it comes to the Falcons and Cardinals. Yep. All right. So we are, uh, we're going to keep moving right along. We're going to go into our talk about our fantasy league, our matchups, things that were going on. So first of all, um, Richie, I beat you. So <laughs> suck it. Yeah, that felt good. Yeah. I'm going to probably get cut out of this screen right. here in a minute. You start messing you. with your audio or something. <laughs> yeah. Like turn the pitch way up or something. Yeah. yeah. So close game it, though, right? It was super close because <laughs> we came down to Monday night. I yep. had I basically had Kamara and he had uh yeah, it was super close. <laughs> Uncomfortably close. Um, much like people who stand next to you when they're supposed to be uh, social distancing. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah, you had Waller. So you, he had the tight end oh. for uh, Las Vegas, and I and had Kamara. A lot. Didn't he, too? Oh, yeah. So Kamara scored 38.4 points. <sighs> and uh, where's your tight end at? Why am I not finding him? Uh, Waller scored 28.3 points. Dang. Yeah. For a tight end, that's huge. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So I think he, we each had another player. They were less significant playing, but man, I too close for comfort. Um, but yep. nonetheless, I am one of only two teams in our league that's two and zero, and I'm very proud of proud of that. So <laughs> fake two and zero doesn't count, just like the Bears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So my my matchup this week, I was feeling really good after a big week one win, and then I get blown out this week by 35 points. Um, injuries really hurt me, and it, basically every single position scored less than their projected points. Oof. Um, That's one. Yeah. So I still had Kenny Galladay and Michael Thomas out, uh, so not a lot of options on receiver, and the options I did have, I picked the wrong ones. So I really like all the receivers I have, but Devontae Adams, had injury issues, didn't play much of the game. He scored six points. Uh, Juju underperformed. AJ Green underperformed. And then on the bench, I have DK Metcalf and uh, Leonard Fournette as a running back who are all putting up really high points. So injuries mixed with bad personnel decisions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tough week two. I'm projected to win week three, but yeah, it's not a must win, but <laughs> it's a big win to go two and one rather than one and two. So, I mean, yeah, you don't have to win right now because it. But yeah, you want to get start pocketing some wins here. Just yep. have in the bank, you know. Because injuries have already been an issue, and you don't know how that's going to affect the season later on. So, yep. yep. So uh, for me, I am facing off against Big Daddy Drew this week, and all I, I didn't see what his score was from this past week, but I know the week before week one he obliterated. Richie and that was without one of his players playing and it, that blew my mind so <laughs> I'm I'm currently projected to lose to him but I actually have to make an adjustment uh with my tight end if you know what I mean so um I, that yeah that I need to fix but right now I guess and my dilemma every week essentially is I got so it's a good problem to have but I have Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson and mm -hmm. Russell Wilson's just been on such a tear, nine touchdowns in two games. It's like, am I foolish to not start him? So the mm -hmm. Russell Wilson is going up against Dallas, and Lamar Jackson's going up against Kansas City. Hmm. So 
I don't know exactly what to do there, but I think I'm yeah. leaning with Russ because I'm going with the assumption that Lamar Jackson's going to end up possibly on the sidelines more just because the Chiefs have such a good offense. They'll control the ball long, more consistently, probably. That, yeah, that's kind of my thought yeah. there. Similarly, I have the Ravens defense, and the Ravens defense hmm. has been getting like crazy points the first two weeks because they forced a lot of turnovers. But will they have that success against Kansas City? Um, so I have the Niners defense, which unfortunately now you're missing Bosa and Solomon Thomas, but they're facing the Giants. So it's like do you still stick with the Niners? Cause they also are without Richard Sherman too. So that you have like, mm-hmm. you've all your stars on defense are gone, but you'd think they still have a pretty sound defensive strategy. Whereas the Ravens are healthy, but they're facing like the best offense in the league. So that's kind yep. of my dilemma. No, those week. are tough calls, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously that's true. Anytime you play fantasy sports, but yeah. do you play matchup or play your more skilled position yep. you know so and then, usually i try to go match up and then i pick wrong it seems like so then here's my other dilemma alan robinson had a really bad game last week for the bears and i have him do you do i start him with hopes that he's going to come out and show out and be like i deserve this contract against the falcons or do i start ty hilton against the jets i'd start robinson honestly yeah. um like you said, a bounce back. And when he's trying to get a contract, he knows he just had one of the worst games he's had of his career. Uh, um, she says T.Y. Yeah, I mean, I, you're, I think you're solid either way. But I think, yeah, the Jets aren't good. But then that, that means how much. I mean, the other thing is the Colts lost a running back. So maybe they aren't going to be running the ball as much. But yeah. if they're up big against the Jets, maybe they want to get some of their young running backs more work and see how what much? they have there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of a lot that goes into that. Yeah, and ri- I mean Trubisky hasn't been throwing well, but neither has Rivers, so it's like old man Rivers. Yeah, I'll have to figure it out. Anyway, yep. do you yep. have any notable things to make of your matchup this week? Yeah, I know you talked a little bit about. No, so yeah, uh, I'm going up against Patrick Mahomes, which is always intimidating. He's got Patrick Mahomes, Mark Ingram, uh, Adam Thielen, like some big fantasy names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel good about the matchup, but I have some interesting personnel decisions to make as far as like. Do I start Kenny Galladay, who's one of my yeah. more talented yeah. receivers and like one of my most, uh, one of my best receivers from a fantasy potential? Um, but coming off an injury, do I start him over a guy like DK Metcalf, who was really good last week? Um, I mean, it's a good problem to have when you're stacked on receivers, like right. I tried to be during this draft. But um, yeah, some tough decisions to make. So. Well, we'll see. We'll see what this week brings in fantasy, and we'll update you next week on DadBot Central of how the week went. So uh, we uh, actually need to have a shorter show tonight, so we're going to keep going along with our segments. Uh, But before we get to our dad joke break, I just want to tell you a little bit about where you can get cool shirts like this, Frustrate the Hate, at theshop.shootyourshotsports.com. So if you look at this screen right now, you can see Only Dads. That is our first DadBot-related shirt. Only nice. dads, it's spoof of the OnlyFans shirt. Um, because we know you guys are only fans of only dads. So you guys should go ahead and buy that shirt. And I'm very proud of the uh hashtag it's bisky season because I made that shirt. So uh, definitely go check that one out. Uh if you're a Trubisky truther like I am. 
At first um, glance, I thought it said INTs season. It's like interceptions, oof, yeah, which was appropriate. No, <laughs> just rude. <laughs> I do like that shirt though, actually. Um, but yeah, you can find stuff for Frustration Nation, Dadbot Central, Shoot Your Shot Sports, Off the Cuff, and Big Daddy Juice Power Hour. All of the, there's merch for all of that up there. We're trying to get in some regular new merch on Mondays, so you will see, uh, continue to see new stuff up there. So go check it out uh, and support the show and the network. All right, let's get into our dad jokes. Nice. All right, yeah. All right, so I'm going to go. F- Actually, no, I want you to go first. Okay. This is appropriate because we both have kids who have nap times and all that, but um, what would you call it when your child refuses to take a nap? My first thought was kidnapping. <laughs> but <No>. okay <laughs> um there's probably a joke there too with yeah you could make a joke with that but no um a pain in the butt true but no okay <laughs> what, what's the what's the answer it would be called resisting arrest <laughs> Got <he. laughs> hmm. yep that's uh i like that <laughs> resisting <laughs> Uh, i like that yep that's good (laughs) what's yours mine is uh a long one okay i like these story ones they're my favorite so i do too buckle up this is this is legitimately a long one okay so there once was a cheerio and he was a very hard-working cheerio and he started off his career he didn't have any education so in the uh cheerio corporate world he started the very bottom rung he was just a a night janitor working the third shift, um, just swe- uh, sweeping floors and cleaning toilets. But he was very hardworking. He, he only ever took off Christmas and Easter because he's a religious cheerio as well. Oh, and nice. yeah, so he just hardworking man. And eventually, one somebody noticed, and he got bumped up to the level where the regular cheerios were working. And he started an office job, um, pushing pencils and things like that. Uh, And he was happy. He was happy. But he continued to work hard. He didn't get to where his dream was. So he kept going. He kept working. Um, Again, never taking days off except Christmas and Easter. And uh, eventually, somebody noticed. And he got moved up to the next level in the Cheerio Corporation. And that was the Honey Nut Cheerios. Of course. And on that business level, uh, he continued to do some of what he'd already been doing just at a higher level. And man, he was just, he just never stopped this working hard for himself because he, he knew that if he kept working hard, maybe someone would notice. He only took off Christmas and Easter and sure enough, someone noticed and he got moved up to the frosted Cheerios, which is the highest level in the Cheerio corporate world. Yep. Yep. He continued to work hard because what his dream was to one day become the CEO of Cheerio Corporation. And wouldn't you know it, by working hard, only taking off Christmas and Easter, it was noticed. And after the CEO passed, uh, the CEO's wishes were for our Cheerio to be named the CEO of the company. So they threw a huge celebration for this Cheerio from a rags to riches story. And uh, at this celebration, they had just had all, you know, a huge spread, different kinds of foods, all sorts of different kinds of beverages, everything you'd imagine. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the Cheerio was looking around. He couldn't exactly find what he was looking for. Um, so he went up to the waiter 
and he said, excuse me, sir, I'm really thirsty for a punch. Where's the punch line? And the waiter said, there is no line for punch. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Still alive over there? <laughs> I was trying so hard to figure this joke out, and at the, yeah, that was, I like it. <laughs> Where's the punch line? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's one of those jokes, like, you can drag that on as long as you want to and just makes it that much. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you try to, you try to bring people in to try to think they can, I was emotionally what... invested in the career of this Cheerio. Yeah. It's the American <laughs> well, he made game. it. He made it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. All right. So real briefly, your old man stories. I wrote down my dad's hand gestures, which you might be assuming means flipping the bird. But in this case, <laughs> what it actually means is uh, my dad, we, we, my siblings and I, we make fun of him because, he has like one gesture for everything, whether he's trying to make a point, whether he's happy, like whatever he, his emotion is, he has one hand gesture and it's this. That's a good one. He, he just does this. Whenever he's talking, it's just this hand gesture. Sometimes he'll turn his hands more like this. Whoa. Yeah, but it's still pretty much the same thing. Okay. Uh, so because tonight I'm just trying to keep it short, uh, that's all I'll say for tonight about my dad's hand gestures. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so for my dad, uh, again, just briefly, uh, my family's always been big on games and game nights and stuff, especially with grandparents. And so this, I mean, this is a big Midwest game. If any of our listeners are from the Midwest, but Euchre, the card getter, if you know how to play, but um, I've, I've yeah. played once before, but I don't remember how to play. So, okay. So it's not super complicated, but you just have to remember like the suits can change depending on what Trump is and everything. So my dad had the hardest time for years and years and this is like playing regularly, like every month, remembering like that the suits change. Uh, so just something funny, like we still tease him about, but it made games that much funnier and more fun because he would just constantly forget. Uh, and like my dad's super smart, but he's one of those guys like super smart with tons of other stuff. But every once in a while, there's something that just trips him up. <laughs> um, and so for some reason, he just had the hardest time remembering this. So uh, <laughs> just something funny I thought about recently. Like every time we play the game, we always talk about it. So that's funny. Yeah. Nice. All right. So lastly, fit or fat. Uh, so f- first in fat news, I did finally try the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yes. We referenced a few episodes ago. What do you think? So I got the spicy one. Mm-hmm. And first mm-hmm. of all, there's a much thicker breading on that than there is on a, the chick-fil-a sandwich yep that, so that's the first observation i have is that good or bad well let me i'll just throw everything out there so right. that was my, my first observation um i thought the chicken itself like if you strip away everything else just the chicken was very good and right. i also appreciated that the sandwich was bigger than a chick-fil-a sandwich uh but when it comes down to flavor i still side with chick-fil-a <gasps> no yep. um because for me, one, I don't appreciate the heavy breading. I prefer limited breading because I'd really rather I, I'd really rather compliment the chicken. And I felt like Popeyes, it was almost like two separate things, the chicken and then the breading. That's getting a little nerdy with it, I guess. But <laughs> it's the, a chicken to breading. For me, one of the biggest things, and maybe I should have asked, maybe they have something like this at Popeyes, but I really like Chick-fil-A sauce and I put that on my chicken sandwich. And so oh, yep. To not okay. have that with the Popeyes uh, was kind of a downer for me. So maybe That's if I fair. tried them side by side without any sauce, maybe I could give a better, fairer judgment. But 
I did okay. like it. Like I told, I told Aaron, like if I was really in the hankering, if I really had a hankering for a chicken sandwich and there was no Chick-fil-A nearby and there was a Popeye's, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not going to eat that. Like it was mm-hmm. super good. And it honestly is very comparable. I just, I guess Chick-fil-A is what I've grown used to. And I really like the sauce. And so I would almost always go with Chick-fil-A. That makes sense with the sauce. Okay. I and I, the Cajun fries I had, and I thought they were pretty good. but They're still, solid. Waffle quite, fries are better. But. Yeah, the waffle fries are better. but Yeah, for sure. But that aside, I'm trying very hard to be fit. Um, we are – I'm just trying hard. I had a really, really good workout this morning. Nice. One of the, I We had a kind of a weird scheduling thing with school, so I – I wasn't needed right away in the morning. So I, I was actually at the gym for like 50 minutes, which is really long for me. But I did like a full, like a full weight workout and I biked five miles and stuff like that. It was, that sounds rigorous, Jim. That's what nice. up Jimbo. Uh, no. <laughs> I said that sounds rigorous. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. I'm happy you're keeping healthy. <laughs> no, anyway, I'm trying hard to be fit. Just like Jimmo. 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 <laughs> Who like... is Jimmo? <laughs> well, I don't know. You're being so mean. I'm being very mean. Oh, man. Speaking of dad stuff, one of my favorite dad jokes is when people would, I would go up to like my friends in high school and I'd be like, you know, you're really mean. And I'd be like, and by that I mean you're above average oh yeah math joke yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> i don't care if it's the wrong segment it's our show you the may be the, just dad jokes you though. may be the network but it's our show <laughs> <laughs> you may have the ability to kick us out whenever you want but for now no well there you go popeye's better than chick-fil-a yeah i agree okay well <laughs> see if i show up next week no <laughs> all right uh wh- why don't you tell us what are you doing for fit or fat so I've been just the same thing as every week the past few weeks a little bit of both workouts have been good diet hasn't been um but I decided uh so I told my wife this because she's the one who puts the grocery list together once we finish the meals we just bought I'm going to go back to keto um I had done it for like three weeks it worked uh, I just kind of just slowly got away from it but going to go back to it maybe one cheat meal a day but uh yeah I'm going to jump back into it. So hopefully I'll have good news to report in the next few installments of fit or fat. Nice. Yeah. And I'm hoping to have, as I continue to be faithful to my, my diet, my nutritional program, I'm on, I'm hoping to also start to see some uh, dividends uh, or whatever the phrasing is there. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this week's dad bot central. Uh, please go check out our frustration nation podcast here on the shoot your shot sports network. And everywhere you can get podcasts on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, especially if any of those topics we were talking about and teasing interest you, you will t- get to it, into them more on the podcast. That's at Real FM Podcasts on social media. Frustration Nation at ShootShotSports.com is our email. But before we go, we'll leave you, as always, with this piece of fatherly advice. Go find your daddy. Give him a big hug. Tell him you love him. But don't ever forget, you actually call us daddy. You'll have to call him father or dad or pops or something sir, like that or his first name or whatever yeah sir mr father sir yeah <laughs> but never daddy yeah that's reserved for us so thanks for watching we'll catch you all next week same time which is now nine o'clock by the way sorry i didn't announce that earlier and the same place have a good week <laughs> peace <laughs> <laughs>